This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> and that's five minutes for changing, so... Oh, you have to change? Yeah. So, wait, is this an actual shift, or you don't have to? No, I mean, yeah, this is an actual shift. Like your schedule and stuff? Yeah. Because 3 to 9 just seems kind of... I mean, it's the evening shift. I'll be there until 9, 30 or 10, depending on if the stupid dishwasher shows up again. Yeah. And hopefully he does. Well, he or she. We'll see. Um, welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. <clears throat> you heard uh, Matt and I there talking a little bit of shop. We've been catching up here, Matt's... Matt's been busy. Yeah, we, we the first thing we do when we get to the GTSD studios is yeah, we, one. we sit yeah. down and uh, you know we we recap with each other. It's mostly just talking shop about work. No, yep. you know because restaurants. Yeah, restaurants. Uh, and we're kind of a little bit in the same boat right now too. I'm I'm kind of trying to get a crew in shape and get them to do what they're supposed to do, and you're yeah. kind of doing the same thing. So yeah, very, very different establishments, yeah. very different types of things, but it's. Yeah, I've, and I've got the toughest tough job because the chef, he's, you know, he's working with the kitchen. Right. And doing all the stuff, which is our forte. You know, my job is wrangling front of house. Everybody. Right. You know. Well, see, that's that's kind of what I'm doing over at my place, you too. Know. Like, I've got I've got all these front of house people that don't know how to do anything. And I've got all these back house people that, that are, are, some of them, some of them are dog shit. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'll just look at some people and I'm like, that, please, just. Please just leave. Yeah. Like, there's no... You, you're not helping me by being here. You're not helping this... And I don't mean me, but, like, this environment. You're not helping yeah. us get where we have to go yeah. at all. See, here's what, here's <laughs> so what I'm trying to do. So don't be Here's what I'm trying to do here. with the front of house. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I'm trying to do with the front of house. I'm trying to uh, use trauma-based mind control oh, to yeah. get them to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had a terrible shift. We screamed and we yelled at them. We told them it was all their fault. Mm, yeah, there came, you go. I came up ba- later <clears> and that night and I was like, hey, we're sorry. <laughs> You know, we'll never do it to you again. You're, that is the best way you're to... Our, uh, you're our one and only, baby. You're the one and only. It's us against the world. Yeah. You know, this is last time. Last time, girl. Yeah. You know, just do this one more time. <laughs> uh, and then, you know... Matt's, so. Matt's like, if you took the CIA and bred it with, it, like, an inbred husband who beats his wife, like, that's that's what Matt is right now. Yeah, it's closer to pimping. <laughs> anyway, which ain't easy. Is pimping, ain't, pimping ain't no, easy. it's not. Is what I've heard. Like, you know, well, yeah. Ludacris has told me that I've, on a number uh, of albums. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah. Long story short, it might be a bit of a short episode. Matt's got places to go, things to do. Yeah, work things. Uh, I've got nowhere to go today, which is nice. Really, but well, I still need to get my car licensed. I haven't got my car licensed. I got my new car, so when I give you a ride to work, nice. Yeah, yeah it's nice. It's nice. Got some cool now, air. Do you have a bit of space? Now I'm, I'm expecting to have have that car like filled. Just absolutely filled with trash and garbage and no, there's only about three cups in there now. Okay, so but give it a couple of weeks and it will be. Yeah, because there there are things that are in your back seat and around. Yeah, uh, in in your car that have definitely been there. Oh, the other car. Yeah, I had to clean Uh, it out to give it to the guy I was giving it to, and it took me an hour. Way before, um, like you were even married, probably. Yeah. Well, okay. The biggest thing that I did when I cleaned out my car to give it to the guy was I cleaned out the trunk. And that was full. And now this March will be four years for us. Uh huh. And I cleaned out my trunk of. It was like old centerpieces and stuff like that. It was our it? wedding decorations. 
Old wedding decorations. Yep. Gosh, dude. Yeah. Well, it's, and here's how it is. And I don't know why this is. I've seen people poke fun at this, like with memes and stuff. But like, <coughs> like my car, I leave a drink in there, throw it away, like move it when I need it, the cup holder again, that sort of thing. Like not not that bad. Like I'll never leave full things in there because yeah. they spill and they smell and they, I'll never do that. But I'll leave cups in there, as you know. I mean, that's that's how I roll. Sure. But then at my house, I'll sit there, you know, and my 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 wife will. You know, bring Jack in a box home after work or whatever it is, and I'll I'll look and be like, "Why is that cup there?" Yeah, like that's that's how I am about my home, and in my car, I'm just like, well, you know, I'm just getting somewhere to point A to point B, you know. But but then in my house, I'm like, I'm like, please, please pick up that napkin, (laughs) which drives my wife insane because I'm I'm tyrannical about it, you know, can be. But well, and in fairness, she has at least she across the board. We'll just it's the same thing with her car or the house. We just leave it everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um but anyhow, yeah, moved into a new place, got a new car, got a new job. So that's that's how I'm rolling right now. Yeah. Um I, I hope moving up. I I mean I'm making more money, which is nice. Yeah. Um and now I have a reason to spend it thanks to Google's announcement yesterday. What they announced two new phones. Two new Nexus phones, Google announced, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the pre-order for the one I want is four ninety-nine. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a tough sell to a wife who's got a baby coming along. Yeah, you know, yeah. so we got the second baby coming along. Did you just get a new phone? No, I've had this one for a while. Uh, oh, okay, so that's only a couple weeks old. Okay. No, I've had, <laughs> you're starting to sound like my wife. No, I've had this one for a year now. This has been a long time on this phone. No. But, uh, uh, yeah, no wonder. But I'm not like you are, like, or like people are. Like, I'm not, I don't, I, a car I'll use till it's dead. Mm-hmm. Phones, uh, about, about once a year, yeah. I want to get myself something new. Yeah. So, cars, uh, people, homes, relationships, you'll, you're, you'll burn those out until they're exactly. dead. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but phones, no, no. Nope. Keep it fresh, keep it alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Anyhow, I've got a couple of stories, but, um, I'm so tired, man. Are you? I am. I uh, my days are not looking good right now. I I I generally go in at eleven. Don't leave till about midnight. Mm-hmm. It's about what twelve hours with about a twenty minute break. Yeah. Um, and I start. I go in with five shots of espresso, and then I usually drink an eight ounce Red Bull, which is eighty milligrams of caffeine. So and then I and then you and are I on monitor that sixth it very really close. Well. And then I and then and then I'll usually drink a monster too. Yeah. So and I'll tell you this: my gut has been doing some weird things. Uh, gee, gee whiz! You, you think? <laughs> no, it really has. Like I won't. And here's the thing: and this this might be an overshare. And uh, fast forward, you know, a little bit if you're mm-hmm. if you're not interested into the inner workings of my bowels. But I'll go. I'll go like a week or or f- like four days without without pooping at all. Mm-hmm. Right, just nothing. And then and then I'll come home from work or whatever, you know, and then and then I'll just sit down and it's like it's just the floodgates have opened. Welcome to give that some thought. <laughs> well, we've had uh, poopcast before. So talked we about where we talk about uh, Addison's bowels. Yeah, but uh, I, I took a, I took a, I took a dump last night. Round okay, yeah, around yeah, one thirty, sure. and it was the same thing. Like I can't remember the last time it was. Like it was before the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's you know. So I'm on that like three four day whatever it is. Yeah, took a dump last night, and I got up. I got up, and then I looked at the toilet, and I was like, "That's bigger than my dick." Mm. Like that's like four of my dicks. 
Okay, well, you need to... <laughs> the coffee is obviously not working for what most people use it for, which is, you know, expediency when it comes to the constitutional regions it, of your body. Um, <laughs> I like the way you put that. Expediency in the constitutional regions of your body. Yeah, you've never heard the phrase constitution or constitutional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I know. But uh, it's just funny. It's old Victorian era uh, euphemism for pooping. Um, yeah, but uh, no one wants to hear about poop. Let's 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 talk about stories. Let's talk about current events. You want to talk about Donald Trump? You want to talk um, about Bernie Sanders? You want to talk about water on Mars? I don't know. We have you to. Wanna, okay, okay you actually, no. About, I do uh, want to step on my soapbox. Okay. Okay. You need to get a sound effect for when I step on my soapbox because it doesn't happen. You do it like every four minutes in every show. Yeah, but, sure. But for me, it happens about every four shows. Yeah. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna. Well, ste- I live on top of the soapbox, bro. You do. Yeah. yeah. You got a nice little tent there. Um, nice little campfire. Mm-hmm. It's um, a castle just built on top of soapboxes. Yeah, where you play. You play a mini guitar. It's mm-hmm. missing three strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around the campfire at night. It's your soapbox But no Okay So this NASA thing And I had people texting me about it Because they know how I feel about it Yeah Right Whether from listening to the yeah. show Or they're my friends Or whatever they're like, it is What are you on Mars man Yeah uh, look, look at you being wrong And I'm like No 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 I'm not wrong Okay We can go to Mars now Except no we can't I realize I realize that there's water on Mars Okay. Yeah. I realize the implications for, uh, and I'll just lay it all out here. I realize the implications for the universe as a whole. Mm-hmm. I realize the implications for a potential to life similar to ours. Yeah. Uh, perhaps having been or or uh, on the planet Mars. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get that, and that's that's neat to me. Yeah. It goes in the neat file. I'm like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. It's cool stuff. We've Good known stuff. For, we've known for for a while that they they have polar ice caps on Mars, right? Right. Northern Southern Pole. And that's interesting to me. Ice there. Okay. So you know. But the idea of colonizing Mars mm-hmm. and the idea of of space travel to Mars, other than an exploratory vehicle of sorts, yeah. sending people to Mars, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is absolutely out of the question for me. No point for it. Doesn't serve really? any purpose. Doesn't we have so many problems here on Earth? And and here's the thing. I'm 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 going to go the conspiracy route with this, Matt, which uh-huh. I think you'll dig. Here's the main problem with ever colonizing Mars. To colonize Mars for humans to live on there, right? And that's what I mean by colonization of Mars. Um, you would have to. Well, it's have... not like we're colonizing with hamsters, of course. That's what everybody <laughs> means when they say colonization of Mars. Well, I'm just saying, you know, who know, who, yeah. who knows the implications people yeah. get. It's not like we have too many deer on this planet. Let's send them all to Mars. Okay, now you're talking. No, <laughs> so can we do that with? I was gonna make a, I was gonna make a very poor taste racial joke. All the Romans, absolutely. I was gonna say Jews. Let's do it with the Romans. All the Jews. Uh, no. Um. Anyways, uh, that's where they come from, bro. Well, in Hollywood would die too. But uh, okay, so Mars, there is no point to the colonization of Mars because, and again, the conspiracy route. Think about this: to do that, you would have to have an ecosystem prepared, right? Whether it's some type of greenhouse, some type mm-hmm. of some type of uh, you could do it to the whole atmosphere, maybe uh, you know the advances of science. I, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Yeah. But what I will say is this: Wait, you're not an expert in all, all this? I, I, I'm not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know it might seem like it, but whoever has whoever's hands in which the power for life to exist on Mars, mm-hmm. like I said, like human life on Mars, whoever's hands that is in, that is the next corporate overlord. And whoever goes to live on Mars or do mm-hmm. research or, or however it'll be, maybe you go for 18 months or, yeah. or you work there or whatever it is, um, you will be entirely subservient to that entity, 
whether yeah. it's a corporation, whether it's an individual, uh, Richard Branson, Elon Musk type of person, or whatever it is, and they will entirely, entirely control life. So it, it basically, it's the corporate, it's the, the evil corporate overlords' wet dream to have people come and live in their habitat on Mars. Right, that's what they want us to do right now with with Google and They're Apple and Twitter it. and Facebook. Yes, who who? But who in a more physical sense, right? Because I could always delete my Facebook, right? Or I could always I could always get rid of my my. Yeah, phone. but you can't stop shopping at Walmart I, or Schnucks. I could or if I wanted to. But you don't have a bank account. You haven't had it. You haven't had a bank account in years. I could make yeah, that but choice I still if have, I wanted to. I still have to use banking in a way when I go cash my paychecks, right? Yeah, like well, it's not sure. just I don't I don't don't get paid in cash. Like, but some of those choices have, are still available to you, is what I'm saying. But in that environment, they wouldn't be. All you would you would completely be under the no, control I, of whatever entity. We, we're completely charge that. No one who who has less than a billion dollars is is free, man. We no, are all I know, slaves in corporations right now. I know, but I'm just saying in a more physical sense because they could they I mean they could you know send a hitman or something weird yeah. like that from the CIA. But the, like they couldn't they couldn't pull your life support right now. Like yeah. if they froze your bank accounts, it'd be a hassle. You would you you know then you'd have to figure out okay now I have to cash my check instead of getting direct deposit. Well, if they froze my bank accounts, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> right, but you know what I mean. Like if my bank account got frozen, when my direct deposit tried to go in, it'd be a pain in the ass, and then I'd have to have my employer cut me a new check. Right, yeah. it, it'd yeah. be difficult. Okay, it'd be a little bit of a pain, but they couldn't pull the plug t- physically to my life. Yeah, that would be able to happen on Mars. Yeah, I'm against colonization, man. Um, stupid. Stupid. Yeah. I don't care how much water is there. I don't care. I don't care if they go over a hill in Mars and they basically find like a desert and there's like there's like aliens in bikinis just sun tanning. Yeah. And they have like like, you know, laptops and stuff. Okay, so you know <laughs> it's not it's they haven't found liquid wa- water there. Right. Is it frozen though? No. Or they found Well, there's they've found a ton of frozen of ice there, yeah. Right. But there's no they haven't actually found any liquid water. Like, hey, here this look at this stream. Um, <laughs> right. What there's they, no creeks what on they Mars. have found is that they looked, they went back, went through photographs. Old not even them, but like uh a layperson, somebody who was just doing it as a hobby, um, went through old photographs of Mars and then they photograph um and then new photographs of the same place um because a lot of this stuff is just online just like just you, know, you, th- you can access thousands, stuff, yeah. thousands of pictures of mm-hmm. of mars of the landscape of mars at various different points so he was uh looking at one it was the, a picture of the same re- two different pictures of the same region several months apart and he noticed that there was erosion that could have only happened by flowing water no kidding yeah Hmm. So they haven't even seen like actual water. It's like it's like it's so elusive. Like the, who would have thought that yeah. would be the elusive thing? Like here we are down on Earth. Like okay, okay, how are we going to make smartphone batteries bigger? Yeah. Or like what's up with Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. But but here we are. Mars going like there could be flowing water here, and it is up to up to us to find it. You know my theory on it. Mm. Um, so we've well, only I don't we've only I, ever I'm, found ice like ice on water, right? Like on Mars. Or, yeah. Okay. Ice on water. Ice We've on only water. ever found that's typically where you find ice. ice in my experience, <laughs> ice on uh, on Mars. Right. Okay. Right. That is because the sentient life on Mars, uh huh, is water. Uh, here we go. Okay. The I ice mean, we maybe. found is simply their graveyards. The old, the dead water oh. passed into the next life. Okay. But the uh, the real actual like animal, our ashes would be yeah. air cremation so, or something. Yeah, the animal life that's on Mars is actually water, and it's scared, and it doesn't it, it hides below the surface. 
you know. Only coming, do you think it's warmer in the surface? Only coming out. In the, absolutely, it's in? warmer in the, in the core of a planet than it is on the outside of a okay. planet. Okay. I mean, all right. I don't know. Here's, here's, you could have said, no, it's colder there. And Here's another thing. Heat uh, rises, man. I don't, you know. The, the biggest thing. I know the basest of scientific principles. You know the, that. The biggest thing about Mars is that there is uh, so much, um, because it doesn't have an atmosphere and hasn't had an atmosphere for so long. No. Um, it has no, uh, the, it's electromagnetic um, current running through the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, very weak, right? As opposed to Earth, as opposed where you have to a Earth. compass and it says, "Hey, here's North." Well, it's not just that, but it's that electromagnetism that the spinning core of the Earth that produces the electromagnetism that keeps the our atmosphere on our planet mm-hmm. and keeps it from just you know floating away into space. Yeah, uh, I talked about the Van Allen radio radiation belts a couple episodes ago. Like that is the the invisible electrical field that's around Earth that's keeping our atmosphere in place. Right. Mars doesn't have that. Yeah. So it only has an atmosphere of about 10% of what Earth has. So in order to um, to live on Mars, you would have to find some way to introduce oxygen and introduce right. an atmosphere. So just so that's what I'm saying. Just throw Elon Musk at it for like two years and well, he's got it solved. That's what's probably going to happen is Elon <laughs> Musk and the, that corporate... Uh, yeah. Corporate mindset, and then if you were going to live on Mars, you would be Elon Musk's <coughs> personal slave. Yeah, well, everybody made I'm a big, telling you, man. everybody made a big big deal about how Elon Musk said the way to terraform Mars was to detonate thermonuclear warheads <laughs> over the over the poles. Did he say? Is that true? Yeah, he said that would be one way to do it, but it would <sighs> it would take it would take a thousand years for the radiation to fall back below you know habitable levels, and even then, not really. Um, so that's like. It, the but, way way long con. <laughs> yeah, but you you could you could you know detonate a couple warheads and then cause a nuclear winter, which would then you know cause the atmosphere and, and oxygen. To You've form been playing Fallout too much. A lot of other stuff. Um, oh, but uh, speaking of which, okay, Fallout Four. Uh, yeah, I know. How much time you got? See, that's how uh, I was like about this past half. Tuesday. Like month I had a half. countdown on my phone, and like every day I'm like I'm like it's four days until this announcement. Mm-hmm. And all the leaks came out, and we found out like all these. And now we have official devices in hand. And I can't wait to but go play with the them. The easiest way, and probably the way that's the most, because uh, colonization is, and especially an atmosphere on Mars, what would be the point is hundreds and hundreds point? and hundreds of years away. But if you could create a stable wormhole from the Earth to the surface of Mars, what, and then funnel uh, carbon um, CO two through like carbon emissions that we're having so much problem with right now these greenhouse gases funnel that through the wormhole into mars and we just dump all our co2 our uh uh greenhouse gases on mars for the next hundred years and then um i mean you have to that would drastically change the earth's atmosphere like i you know and you know how i feel about climate change I, i i don't accept that it's a problem because well, that's that's the great thing about the truth. That is, is, you don't need to accept it for it to be true. <laughs> no, the truth is not waiting on your opinion to validate it. But here's but here's my thing. It's it's I just don't feel like there's any quantifiable real evidence outside of 
of some politician or some scientist mm-hmm. with with whatever their agenda is, you yeah. know, whether it's political or sociological or spiritual or, or what, whatever their agenda is. I, I don't think that it's that it's purely scientific. Um, and I, I think it's just like th- there doesn't seem to be any quantifiable evidence. Like like if I came out, if I came out to, uh, you know, go to work one morning and my car was uh, a block of ice. Yeah. I'd be like, huh, that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. We should do something about that. Yeah. Or I should do something about that. Right. But I feel like for human history, as long as we've noted weather and the climate here on Earth. A couple hundred years. It's, it's, it's yes. It's had. It's, At most. And spotty. And we haven't had really like a good a sense you of the global you're saying scale backs of me up. the Earth for the past 100 years or so. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it, and. But no, it doesn't back you up. It, yes, it does because no. you have no way of knowing. Like you know, supposedly there was an ice age. Okay. Well, yeah, there was yeah, one yeah, like yeah. things. There was one like eight hundred years ago. Things things ebb and flow like that. It's a planet. We move we move farther away from the sun. Like like these things are not these things are not hardwired. Like it's not it's it's not like my computer here, right? Like mm-hmm. like it's turned on. There's a motherboard. There's a processor. There's a hard drive. Like there's all this different stuff. And if the processor goes out, then that's going to affect this 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 and this, right? Yeah. You know, like it. Our our Earth does not operate on that right you know like they in insurance policies they always say like acts of god and like that sort of thing like like no no those things happen right like like a volcano will go up in somebody's backyard yeah you know that, that, that and i i just don't feel like that's enough to say that like oh no no the climate is changing the clock is running out like we're done here because of x y and z now yeah. on the in that same vein though do i think we should just have Cars from 30 years ago uh, running around all the time and, and just pumping whatever comes out of their exhaust, out of the combustible engine, into our planet? No, because common sense tells me uh, that's that's going to run out. Like yeah. our, our, our time limit for being able to do that and burn coal the way we do for, for, for power and things like that, like... Uh, at, at the very least, we'll run out of coal. We'll run out of fossil fuels, right? Like yeah. that's, that's not an unlimited thing. So things like Tesla, things like that, like... The, those are things that I support that I'm that I get behind that I'm I, I would have an electric car right now if it was if it was affordable to me absolutely I would you know just to not have to pay gas <laughs> primarily but also because yeah you know I know when my when I when I turn on my car like some black stuff comes out of the back of it and in, yeah. into this beautiful earth that I'm I'm so privileged to be a citizen of and I don't like that mm-hmm. right but I don't think there's any quantifiable evidence of no 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 in the next 60 years like we're fucked like like polar bears are going to be like in our living rooms mauling children you know like i don't think that's going to happen um so you're yes, here to tell me that it polar is polar bears bears are coming for your children <laughs> okay there you um, go they love american children broken down yep well they're flavorful because yeah. they've been fattened up by gmos mm-hmm. and everything i mean let's be honest when the when the world does freeze over is a polar bear going to eat an ethiopian kid or an american kid not to be racist but i'm just saying yeah yeah yeah. No, those get those fat GMO Chicago kids. Uh, listen, Thanks, Michelle Obama, for that school lunch program. Now swipe their face off with a claw. <laughs> listen, um, uh, yeah, I've been talking a lot. Go cl- ahead. Climate change is mm-hmm. is something that happens all the time throughout right. human history. Right, we see evidence of, of it in the fossil record. Okay, we see evidence of it in sedimentary sorts of things. Right, you mm-hmm. can look at sediments from. Uh, Hundreds and hundreds of years ago, right? And say, oh, well, this was kind of how the weather was going on based on um, the way that looks, pollen counts, and things like that. Um, global temperatures of uh, seas are rising, 
rapidly in the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. Quite a lot. Which is a bad thing. Um, we have, uh, what was it, something like 25% of uh, commercial fish. I was reading this thing the other day. 25% of commercial fish um, have tested for plastic. <laughs> See, like that. That's And, and I believe that. Like you, you, you were the one that enlightened me to the trash islands. Yeah, like twenty five percent. That's of the, stuff we shouldn't be doing. Twenty five percent of the <laughs> fish that you and everyone in this world eats has plastic has has plastic in it. Well, you know, a stone's throw away from here. There's a fire underground. Yeah, that it, that is that they can't figure out what to do. Yeah, right. Like, also, also because we've been burying trash and it's now on fire underground. Yeah, also you realize that. I, like, did, did you know in Warrington there's a nuclear waste site? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you know, there's that plant out off of if you if you're if you're if you're driving to I think it's like Jeff City, you can uh, see that nuclear power plant out there in Middle Missouri. Yeah. If that blows, we're in trouble. I mean, chances are it won't. But well, exactly. But Fukushima. Yeah. Well. Oh, okay. I know the CIA did that to affect their economy. No, that stuff, was man. That was the reptilians. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It was Dick Cheney and the rest of them. It's a reptilian overlord. <laughs> anyway, so so it it climate change is happening, and we need sure. to do do something to stop what's what's been going on. But we, it's it's way too late. We can't do anything to change it, mostly because it's out of our hands, and it's been out of our hands for a while. For the foreseeable, for what we've known, right? Well, no, I mean, no, no, it's been out of our hands probably since the middle of last century. Um, cars, car, cars driving around on the road. Just burning not, things, not and a, running off. Not them. a big deal. the The big deal before that was 150 years before that, when we were just eating through coal like nobody's business. the The Industrial Revolution, when uh, we were we were taking, um, you know, coal and uh, n- the non liquid forms of oil and 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 burning through them at a, at a tremendous rate. No. Um. And we've been been pumping that stuff in the atmosphere for 200 years now. Um, and it's starting to yeah, show. Exactly. And I look at that and I say that can't it, be good. It's starting to show. Um, but here's here's the thing: we, we when talking about climate change, you have to understand that we live on in a macro system, okay? Mm-hmm. And we, you, the eighty to one hundred years that we get on this planet, mm-hmm. if you you know take care of yourself and you live a nice long full life, I think it's um, the years of a man's life are seventy, if by reason of chance eighty, mm-hmm. according to the psalmist. Um. <laughs> Which, of course, you know, relates to the end times. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you've never heard that? You've really never heard that? I have heard that, but yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> of course you've heard that. So so we have we have this system that, 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 that we have only experienced a century of. Yeah. But Roughly. has been around for millions of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we live in a macro system, but we only perceive the micro. Uh, so it's hard to say what has happened in the past, what has happened in the future. The point is... Be it's very good, hard to say what happened in the future. Yeah, particularly. it is. It easier, is. easier to see what happened in the past than what happened in the future. S- well, for seeing, sure. Seeing as, how, seeing as how time is, you know... Time is, is, oh, is a, a construct of... of yeah, I know. The, the view. holographic yeah. coding of our universe <laughs> and not an actual any basis in reality. Um, Seeing as how we're simply computer programs running out simulations, God probably listens to like all the thoughts that you have and just says, "What? The no, he doesn't. F- what is he yammering about?" No, he doesn't. About? God doesn't care about us. No, but, but okay. Uh, but, but, Let's massively but, shift gears. Let here. Me, Do you think let we me can f- pray? Huh? Do you think we can pray? Yeah. Like, can we communicate to God? No. 
No. Praying, praying is internalizing. Praying is all about you exerting your will before. I've said this before. Like, as above, so below. Um, no. um What you will you will you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Scripture. It's, yeah. It's about your will, exerting your will in your own internal process to therefore change and and change and influence your own actions to the good and the right or or the bad and and the worse or the moral that okay. you should take. But now, but so, how does that how does that work with the Lord's prayer when they they said Father teaches to pray, you know or, or Rabbi mm-hmm. teaches to pray and, he, and then he quoted the Lord's prayer. What do you what do you think? It's there all about. Is? You think it's just that same thing? Yeah, I th- I think I'll, prayer, meditation, mm-hmm. um, uh, quiet time, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. is all about um, you coming to a point where you've where you've internalized the world around you. Yeah. Pausing, taking a second to to. To come to the realization of who you are, um, and then, then using uh, whatever type of prayer it is, whether it's meditation, supplication, thanksgiving, intercession, praise, whatever, and using that uh, internalization to focus and center yourself, um, to to um, exert your to will. No, to exert your will in the world. Hmm. It is nothing more than your your brain reinforcing ideas that has come up with and using a quiet time downtime to reset and then put into and action there is little to no communication with a deity i don't think you communicate with god you communicate with god by your deeds man god doesn't god doesn't care about what you think he cares about your character if there is a god at all hmm i'll say this i i i disagree with you about the prayer thing i think you can still communicate with god but i think that people because I've known a multitude of people I've grown mm-hmm. up with, still around people that I know, who pray, 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 and or do whatever, and 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 they're. But when it comes time to do, uh, things are things are uh, much less easier to get mm-hmm. rolling. You know well, what I mean? Like like they, I don't know. It's it's somehow God like doesn't mind that I overeat. Or that I'm a dick to somebody. Hey now, hey now but, you hit close to home here. <laughs> yeah, two of my favorite things: overeating and being a dick to people. No, but you know, like, like th- that's the mindset. Like, oh, somehow, somehow, God doesn't mind that I overeat, or that I'm a dick to people, or that I don't show people a good person with the label of Christian or with the label of of that belief system. Um, but God, but you know, it would be a tragedy. It'd be a cold day in hell before I missed my prayer time you know yeah. what i mean you know and yeah. I, I know people like that and that i don't think that's right at all you know so it's interesting. Um, I, here's i think prayer puts you in line with the aspect of god that you are <laughs> what now let me qualify that that well that's job statement. of the what let me, let me let me qualify that statement and please do did god create the universe i believe so yeah okay all of the reality and existence that we perceive is a Creation of God. Creation of God. Right. Okay. That deity. So, that entity. And, and God is, is beyond the universe. He's outside of it. He can't... Because he created it. ...be a part of it. That's no. why the incarnation of Christ is so special, because it was the human form of God. Yeah. Okay. Now, what is that human form of God? Was that the perfect man coming to Earth? Was that um, the seven trillionth incarnation 
our seventh trillionth reincarnation of the human spirit, finally achieving perfection and oneness with the universe, and therefore with the reality of this God. I, I believe that we all contain an aspect of God. Mm-hmm. We have to. We live in His His universe, His creation. And we're created by Him. We can't help help but be a part of or have have a part of Him in us. But we are not God. Basically, we're the world's faultiest artificial intelligence <laughs> that God created. Yeah. Yeah. He's a master scientist. So when you pray, and and there's tons of, of things that Jesus said in Scripture and other things about... about um, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Yeah. Uh, what, what what you bind in earth, we what's bound in heaven. What's whatever man asks in faith, that, that, that actually... What is it? What's whatever man asks in faith, but you know, ask, in terms of asking in faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, so... When you when you pray, I don't think that God is listening to your prayers. Mm-hmm. I think that you are coming close to that aspect of God that is within you, that true nature of the Almighty that is outside of this universe. No, that divine. That so, the reason why I think angels and demons don't like us <laughs> is why would they? I mean, they're infallible. We're fallible. Sure, sure. I mean, that would be the immediate. It's like people, people in our. But lives if you look at all, us, all the writings like that have been taken out of scripture or they've been left <laughs> oh, out of history altogether, we, we, we talk. We I, in the Book of Enoch, it says not to pray, lot. but to focus on the internal. I and know. E- even the Gnostic <laughs> writings of 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 yeah uh, the early, the first century that were totally left out mm-hmm. once Constantine uh, took Created over the, the Bible the, the church right. Uh, so. Basically, why do they hate us? Well, because they're part of this universe. Mm-hmm. We're not. Okay, we were created in the image of God, right? Which I believe to be the divine spark inside of us, our souls, our spirits, are things that eventually return to the Almighty as an aspect of Himself. Return to Him at the end of this universe. Mm-hmm. Angels and demons don't have that. Angels and demons are contained inside of this universe. They are a part of it. They nothing when when this universe ends, they end with it. They end with it. Yeah. Which is why they don't particularly like us very much. <laughs> Satan's ultimate goal, the accuser, whatever, is to perpetuate and keep this universe going. Yeah. Um, the angel's goal, and he's doing a darn good job. The, Speaking of that, Nexus angels, pre-order, angels, <laughs> and an angel's goal is to fulfill the will of the Almighty because they realize that this, their, this their, their purpose is to live and die with this universe. Our purpose is to go back as an aspect of the Almighty when we die, mm-hmm. or when this universe ends. You know, I haven't ruled out reincarnation yet. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so, yeah. Praying is nothing more than reinforcing your own will and getting in touch with the divine spark inside of you that you have as a creation of God. Understanding the true nature of reality, which is your soul, mm-hmm. eventually going or coming from, and eventually going back to God. Now to bring Pray- it all home. So so no. so prayer is is exerting your will in the universe in the physical reality because what in the Bible it tells us uh, Jesus says you will do greater works than these. He's talking about all those miracles. He says you will do greater works than these. Mm-hmm. Okay. God can manipulate reality. Man Christ could manipulate reality like that. Yeah. And we we can do more than that. What does it say about our what we should have as abilities to to not not throw lightning bolts across the room like Harry Potter, okay? <laughs> right. Uh, but to to slowly and subtly work, quote-unquote, magic right. to influence the world around us. And that magic happens through the exerting of your will 
through prayer, reinforcing the positive things that you want to do and, and characteristics you have in your life through prayer, through meditation, through uh, quietly understanding the nature of the universe and meditating on truth, and then using that to go out and exert your will in the universe and, and, and create a world according to your own making, whether that's for good or evil, works both ways. Um, yeah, there you go. Well, and to bring it all home, and none of that, none of here's that, the question. This is all. This is all just stuff that I'm. I'm. None of none of what I said might be true. It might all be false. <laughs> uh, I have I have no clue. I'm a flawed human. This is just yep. the best working idea of what I have of 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 prayer. I'm seeing it through my own life. Yeah, I'll say I, this. I've I've never prayed and felt that like the Almighty was listening. Ever, you ever, you ever prayed? I felt like the I Almighty was once listening. Twice. Um, um, now I felt like I've that I've prayed true prayers before, where now, I the knew difference? in faith that that prayer was answered, because it was the prayer that I was supposed to pray, and that part of God's plan for me was to be at that certain point at that certain time praying that certain prayer, asking for, for certain things for yourself, or so that I could have the tools to exert my will in the universe. Hmm. Uh, speaking of, of just this is just. The one instance, the strongest instance I could I can think of, twelve years old, uh, kneeling in the back pew of, of Oak Ridge Baptist Church when I was twelve years old, praying and asking God for wisdom like Solomon. <laughs> the first and probably greatest prayer I've ever prayed. And the funny thing is, folks, he thinks God real. answered that. I do think God answered <laughs> I'm that. Kidding, I'm kidding. But you know what um, was the wisdom of Solomon? Was he the wisest man ever? I mean, with seven hundred, uh, what was it, seven hundred ladies to uh, to attend to his every. Uh, Carnal desire, will, uh, is, which is how we'll put it. He for our wasn't younger the wisest listeners. man ever. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, he was really smart. And he knew a lot of things about the secret, uh, how the universe actually works. Um, but I asked for wisdom, like Solomon, not not to be wise, not to have wisdom mm-hmm. like, you know, Abraham Lincoln or wisdom like everybody thinks wisdom is. But maybe to maybe just be able to have my mind just a little bit crazy enough to be able. <laughs> To to see the nature of reality, that your average Joe wouldn't be able to exactly. No, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just using that one prayer as a reference point in my in my life to say, oh, see, I have accomplished something. You just the rest of the world is not crazy enough to see it. (laughs) So maybe it's maybe it's my ego uh, using that that instance to uh, and to bring it all home to to yeah to, to be okay with my failures as a human being. No. Anyway. The million dollar question here is, Matt. Yeah. Should we pray about climate change? Yes. I think that's what it comes yep. down to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God, we're so weird. I'm so weird. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. Well, I mean, I started so you off weird. on that for for the record. And and you know, because I'm I'm considered the crazy one. And here's the thing though. And and I think this is this. I like we, the fact that we got to wrap up. You're crazy minute, for t- even talking to me. Well, that's I, I, that's about where I was going to go. But we got to wrap this up. But I'll say this. And and this is the crux of this program, right? Mm-hmm. This is this is this is what we want to do here. This is what you and I strive at the core to do on this program, yeah. amidst all the fart jokes and and dick nothings. Mm-hmm. It's don't talk about a dick like that. <laughs> it's it's to give some thought to things that. People ordinarily don't give thought to. Yeah. Because so many of my friends, I mean, friends, family, everybody, everybody I can think of, except for you and like like one other dude and and my wife, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, 
they just, whatever little thing comes across on whatever they consume, you know, and everyone has their little, cause, cause you know, I know people that are, that are on Facebook are like, Oh, then the mainstream media isn't reporting this. Here's this blog article, right? Yeah. You know, but but whatever they're tuned into, they don't give any thought beyond just whatever that channel feeds them. Mm-hmm. Facebook, whether whether it's Facebook, CNN, Fox News, Glenn Beck, who, who, who Alex Jones, you know, so that, so there's a spectrum of belief systems or or a spectrum of of uh, uh, ways of looking at things, right? Yeah. And they never think outside of that, and and that's what I try and do for everything in life. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily particularly the most original or original in and of itself, right? Because other people have had these thoughts and things, you know, like nothing you think or feel probably is, is, um, is original in, in concept. Um, but that said, that's what I try and do is at least, at least take that, that step back and say, okay, but, but what about this? What about this person in this situation? Even from things like, like locally, like we've talked about Ferguson a lot and things like that, or, mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, you know the, the mysteries of the universe. Like no, no, no. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's another way to look at it. Who knows? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah, people like I'm the crazy one for for thinking about that stuff. You know. Yeah. And 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 it, what scares me, I'll say this going forward. What truly scares me is that <laughs> I mean I'm 27, so in theory I ought to have a few things nailed down, right? Yeah. And I don't. And I have no idea how to raise my son. Yeah. My kids, you know, because, because, you know, do I want to teach him, you know, uh, what really scares me is raising him in, in, within the construct of the church and the construct of that to be, to just be a part of that system. Right. And, and if, if you want to be like, I want to be and have chosen to be and am then great. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that, I don't know. It just like you, you, that's not the be all end all. And that's and, and in terms of whatever whatever you believe about salvation or, or the redemption of your human soul, mm-hmm. that's not gonna be found in, in a church building. No. Not mine, not not nope. anybody's. Not in the pages of scripture. Because that thing has been that thing has been well, corrupted for seventeen hundred years. But but whatever you believe about that, I, d- I don't think it's gonna be found in church. There may be some good things, mm-hmm. some good policies. Sure. There may be some insight into scripture. All of which, like oh, I yeah. said, I believe are good things. God's but, God's word does not turn return void, right. right? But yeah, I don't I don't know. Like like, so should I force him to go to church? Like it's just no. all things I'm like dealing with. You know, like you know, what if he gets up on a Sunday? He's 11 years old. And he's like, I don't want to go to church today. Yeah. Like I say, get your in the car, or do I say, okay? You and then and then also because I'm 27, or at that point I'll be what 38, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You know, at that point it'll be up to me. To have the third person view of a wiser person who's, who's my father and say, okay, does he not want to go to church because he doesn't like what he's hearing there? Or does he not want to go to church so, you know, he can masturbate and play Xbox at home? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Listen, listen, l- you know okay. what I mean? Listen to the so. words of Jesus. Okay? Narrow is the way leads yeah. to salvation. No. Few are those who find it. Okay? Uh, there are over a billion Buddhists in the world. Mm-hmm. There are close to a billion uh, Muslims. In the world, mm, yeah, there are all of them terrorists. By the way, yeah, there are close to two <laughs> thought terrorists, two billion Christians in this world, yeah, and seven billion, a little over seven billion people altogether. Mm-hmm. So four out of seven billion ascribe to a large religion, religion, belief system. Few are those who find the path to the kingdom of heaven. 
to righteousness. Narrow is the way. Hard, right? Mm-hmm. I think if you look around you and you believe, you look around you and, and everybody else believes the same thing that you believe. Yeah. Or everybody that, that the circle that you put yourself in. You're wrong. You're wrong about the nature of reality and about, about, about who God is. Um, Two billion people, you can't have it two, both ways. You can't have the entire world be Christian or two billion people in the world be Christian and it, the, and way, the, be the way be narrow at, narrow. at right. the same time. Right. Yeah. Either, either there's billions and billions and billions and billions of more people or those, those people are wrong and have been deceived. Right. It says uh, in the in the end times as, as after I've left. Right. Yeah. Be a lot of people who will go out of their way to deceive, deceive yeah. even the elect it says that in Revelation. Right. Yeah. So, so the people the that had a version of truth or the truth. Yeah. Will, will will be be. Yeah. Deceived by whatever it is. And that's that's scary. That, that's the know? litmus. And, but that's the litmus test for me. I look around and I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, OK, so. Three billion people on this planet have some sort of belief system in the Abrahamic religions. Yeah. Yeah. That means they're bullshit. If the way truly is narrow, and few people find it, yeah, then what they believe isn't true. It's not true. Maybe it was true at one point, but it's been regurgitated and bastardized bastardized and 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 misinterpreted and used as a man, tool of manipulation yeah. rather than uh, a, a tool to uh show people the light yeah anyway that's it give that some thought yep we got four minutes to leave this apartment yeah matt's got to go change um give that some thought.com facebook.com slash give that some thought at give thought show i think that just about does it matt's matt's headed off to uh Go change out of his robes. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in audio land. <laughs> this has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.